For the last six months, Boise Dev reporters Margaret Carmel and Autumn Robertson have been digging into the construction project on Idaho 55 near Smith's Ferry. The multi-year project is said to make the road safer, but their reporting indicated that the construction itself led to danger for workers and the driving public. The extensive reporting project uncovered thousands of pages of emails and significant new information. This week, Margaret appeared on the Nate Shellman Show on News Talk KBOI, and they walked through our reporting step-by-step. Step. With thanks to Nate and KBOI, we present the full interview, next. This is the Boise Dev Podcast. This is a clip from Channel 7 from January 26 of this year. Well, there's some concern by those who drive Highway 55 after three rock slides happened near the Smith's Ferry area within just last year. Just within one year, the area near Smith's Ferry on Highway 55 has had three rock slides. One last March, one just before Thanksgiving, and the latest on Saturday night. What Idaho Transportation Department says was caused by heavy snow and ice. We came and we had it cleaned up, uh, had the roadway cleared within hours of the rock slide. ITD spokesperson Vincent Trimbley says because of the road's recent history, the department brought in a third-party geotechnical expert to examine the areas before calling it safe and reopening it. The safety of the public is to the utmost concern to ITD. The safety of the public is of the utmost concern to ITD. That is the voice of Vince Trimbley from ITD from a Channel 7 report January 26th of this year. Now, January 26th, that was an interesting time because as a lot of people do every year, they go up and down Highway 55. There's a winter carnival that usually goes on along that time. And you know where it is. Margaret Carmel joining us from uh, Boise Dev. And I've read a piece that you guys posted. It's on Boise Dev right now. If you just go getting dangerous, ITD knew of Idaho 55 issues before a major slide that narrowly missed a driver. Welcome into the studio. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, so, again, three rock slides, three landslide, rock slide, landslide, whichever the correct term is. Um, you're saying that the Idaho Department of Transportation knew how dangerous this area was before it happened. So over the last six months, my colleague, Autumn Robertson, who can't be here today, and I analyzed hundreds of pages of emails and inspection reports related to this project. And what we found out is that there were warning signs at Cut 8, which is the section of the hillside that eventually slid in November 18th, going back to 2019. So in 2019, engineers from ITD pointed at that particular part in the hillside and they said, the rock here is very unstable. We need to redesign this project. We need to cut it at a flatter angle, a 45-degree angle. It can't be so steep. Mm -hmm. This is dangerous. And then, for whatever reason, um, they continue to cut it at a steep angle. And eventually, that area is where that major second landslide happened. And that landslide, unlike the others that occurred at night, that landslide happened at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and a pilot car, which is driven by a traffic management company that ITD contracted with, was going through the site, mm -hmm. and the, the hillside slid 150 feet from her car. She stopped just in time. But if, I mean, 
150 feet was the difference between that car getting crushed by the mountain coming down and not getting crushed. 150 feet going, what, 25, 30 miles an hour, somewhere in there? That, that's, that is some reaction time. That's some reaction time. Ball, give or take four seconds. Pretty much. Somewhere in there. So at that time, at that time, did you find that Idaho Department of Transportation was doing everything they possibly could or were they, were they taking shortcuts? Well, I can't, I mean, ITD has declined to answer the over 30 questions that we submitted to them in this reporting process. So, you know, I, I don't know a ton about what they were doing aside from the emails that I saw. And, but they, there was a lot of discussion going up to the landslide on, in November of 2021 20, saying, oh my gosh, we're seeing material coming off this slide. There was a third party report that said this area is unsafe. Um, and at one point, two days before, an inspector had, it was heavily snowing and raining, and mm-hmm. an inspector said, hey, this is getting dangerous. We don't want workers up on that hill. Okay. And then a couple days later, that's when it slid. And something else to keep in mind is that 24 hours before that hillside let go, the news crew from KIVI, um, Idaho News 6, was standing there at the base of the mountain filming a package, and they were invited up there by ITD. So, you know, there were these signs that things were unstable and we we didn't really see, um, I never saw a reference in an email of someone saying maybe we should close the road, all those sorts of things. Again, because I remember the road being closed while there was a rock slide. I remember there you got to get the debris off the road. And I imagine when they do this, there there's blasting, there's there's. There's there's stuff that could fall there. There was, uh, gosh, uh, weeks uh, at a time where that part of Highway 55 was closed. But what you're telling me is that there was a period where they were telling uh, they were telling TV crews, hey, here's what we're doing. This is fantastic. Um, And at at another point, they found that that area was too dangerous for their own workers. Were people driving below at the time they found that the area was too dangerous for ITD workers? I don't know the answer to that question, but I I believe so. Okay. But again, it's hard to tell because there were periods of the day where they did close in the middle of the day for blasting and other things like that. Um, But I never saw any sort of move to, hey, we're seeing instability. Maybe we should close the road. Something to keep in mind um, is that there is a lot of pressure to keep this road open. Mm-hmm. Um, Autumn, uh, my colleague, did a couple stories, you know, talking to folks in Cascade. Uh, I'm sure the ski areas, they wanted that road open. And sure. again, I, I'm not pointing the finger at any one person, but I'm sure ITD felt that pressure of we cannot shut this road down because it's the only way in and out of that area. And I'm sure the folks who live in Smith's Ferry really needed to get through there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they were under, you know, I can imagine under the gun to keep that road open. And then, you know, we, we had weeks worth of closures from slides anyway. Margaret Carmel joining us here in studio from uh, Boise Dev. And uh, there is a piece right now. We have the link to it on the uh, KBOI Facebook page to uh, Boise Dev's story about Highway 55. And it's interesting. So you guys sent uh, Idaho Department of Transportation 30 questions. Yep, over 30 questions. If you don't mind me asking, when? The story came out today at 10 o'clock. So when did you guys send the, send them 30 questions? Not the most recent Friday, but the Friday before. So it was over se- uh, over seven days to answer the questions. Okay, so we're, uh, so we're talking at least the 17th. 
Okay, that's plenty of time to answer 30 questions, or at least some of them. Right. That's that's what I was hoping for. And, and we've told them this, um, you know, and it's on our editor's note on our website. We would love to hear um, answers to some of these questions. They were very detailed inquiries. I quoted emails. I was looking at records, you know, going through and saying, hey, we have some questions about this. I was really hoping that they would um, uh, get, answer some more details because this was um, it's a major project. And I think a mm-hmm. lot of people care about it. And so I'm hoping that um, maybe we'll hear some more information soon. Earth happens. There, there's more. Uh, there's more traffic that goes up and down Highway 55, and I'm sure with more traffic, there's more vibration for the uh, for the for the soil. You know, roads break down. I don't know a road that has been put in place that has just never been touched ever since. How much was this going to cost at the beginning? So when they bidded the project, the contractor um, M A Deatley, which is based out of Clarkston, Washington, came in and they said we can do it for 25 million. Now, ITD tells me that due to the slides and just cost overruns, the project will cost between 40 and $45 million. So this is a cost over overrun of, I think, over you know 60% escalation. Oh, they, wait, they said they were going to do it for $25 million, and now they're saying it's for $45, $50 million? Between 40 and oh, $45 million. Between 40 and $45 million. Okay. That's almost double. Right. Just call it what it is. That's almost double. And one of the questions I asked ITD was, okay, I mean, obviously money doesn't come out of, uh, out of thin air. I said, Mm -hmm. if you guys are going to spend almost $20 million more on this project, what else is not getting done? I mean, were there other highway projects that had to get delayed or weren't uh, getting completed because this project got so expensive so quick? They did not answer that question. Is there any oversight between any of this, between the, uh, I, I know when I did, uh, when I worked in certain jobs before, there were certain safety standards that had to be adhered to, and every once in a while there'd be an inspector that would come along. Is there any safety oversight? Has there, has anybody investigated the area and said, this area we find is too, sa- is too unsafe, people shouldn't work here? Well, ITD had its own inspectors that were on site almost every day. A lot of their reports were reports that I reviewed um, okay. where those inspectors noted, hey, we're seeing stuff coming off the hillside. Um, one of the inspector reports was one of the reports that I read that described how the slide nearly hit that pilot car. Um, so they were having inspectors up there, but as far as external um, oversight. I'm not totally sure what that looks like. I know that someone did contact OSHA at okay. one point after the third slide, asking if there were any reports of safety concerns, any issues. Um, and OSHA wrote back, you know, basically saying that the issue was it, there were no um, no issues. I can't remember the exact language there. Um, but a lot, it appears from what I could tell in the records that the majority of the oversight for this happened internally. Um, and but again, I don't know enough about that to tell you if that was unusual or what. But there were in safety inspectors from ITD who were there on site pretty frequently. Is there anyone who can tell us the road is safe now? Margaret Carmel joining us from from Boise Dev is is Highway 55 safe for me and a number of my friends and coworkers, uh, not to be too overly dramatic, but I, I have a salesperson out front now and I don't care about her, but she has two adorable kids, right? She annoys me, but her kids are fine. You know, are, are they safe to go up highway 55 past what I've learned is cut eight. That's, that's the name for the area. I've, I've learned from this. Are they safe to go there or is it just a kind of a ticking time bomb? Well, right now, it's not really fair for me to say yes or no. 
Um, I know that after the first slide, ITD did hire McMillan Jacobs, mm-hmm. which is an outside geotechnical firm, to go in and basically check the first designer's work and to go in and decide what's safe, how to um, proceed. And they redesigned the project after that first slide hit. Um, and so I know McMillan Jacobs has been checking all that stuff. But by the time they came in, you know, there'd been a lot of work done. There'd been certain things happening. Um, so McMillan Jacobs has, you know, another engineering firm has checked everything over and things have been quiet up there in the last, you know, six months since that third slide. But, um, and the project has been redesigned. So a lot of those, um, hillsides are at a, uh, a shallower angle than they were prior. But again, I'm not an engineer. I just stayed at a holiday and express last night. No, we just drive on the road. Right. That's all we do. We just drive on the road with the hopes that the earth doesn't hit our car. Right. I don't think that's an unrealistic expectation. Right. Okay. What do I know? I didn't even stay there. <laughs> so, uh, Margaret Carmel joining us from uh, from Boise Dev. And again, the story is on the Boise Dev website. You go to boisedev.com and you can see the story about Highway 55. When we come back, I want to talk about a, uh, I'm going to, um, I'm, I'm going to, a CYA statement. I want to talk to you about a CYA, and for those of you that uh, are wanting to kids, don't Google that. Let your parents do it. I want to talk to you about a CYA statement that was made uh, that you guys uh, included in your story when we come back. This is the voice of the Treasure Valley. It's your talk show. Now back to Nate Shellman on News Talk KDOI. A Boise Dev investigation finds that the Idaho Transportation Department knew of Idaho Highway 55 issues before a major slide narrowly missed a driver, and now it's millions of dollars over budget. On November 18, 2021, according to Boise Dev's investigation, while a traffic safety vehicle guided a line of cars through the tight construction zone, Tons of material crashed down from the blasted cliff face onto the highway and came close to crushing the pilot car and any others following behind. This was the second of three major landslides that closed the corridor over the course of less than a year from March of 2021 through January, disrupting traffic between the Boise area and Valley County for days at a time. The slides all occurred within the construction zone for ITD's ambitious multi-year project to flatten the curves of the winding crash prone highway snaking through the canyon. Boise Dev's investigation revealed years of warning signs of unstable slopes, raised questions about the rigor of geotechnical analysis prior to construction, and pointed to a price tag of over $15 million more than the original bid. I'm joined in studio by Margaret Carmel, who is a reporter for Boise Dev, and it's, it's a fascinating story and alarming all at the same time, you got a uh, you, you guys got a got hold of a message from a geotechnical engineer, and I'd love to read the entire I'd love to read the entire uh, uh, letter, and you can read it for yourself. However, the last line <clears throat> is alarming to me, and I'm grateful that you guys got it in writing. Quote: There's a lot. Of the history of this project that I wasn't privy to, so please keep my comments between us non-combatants. In parentheses, on the letter, email, I will deny everything. Huh? Deny what? Margaret, what, what, what is this person denying? 
So this email came, I discovered this email um, that was sent after the third landslide over at Idaho 55. And it's from an engineer who has done some geotechnical work related to this project. And what he was doing was basically going through and, and sharing a litany of concerns that he had with this project. Um, he even uh, referred to an, an, a rumor that he heard that this project actually led to the retirement of another engineer at ITD because they you know knew it would be it would be prone uh, to problems. You know, something that he mentioned was that it's difficult to design a project where you're blasting a hillside if you don't know what's under the rock, if you don't know what it's going to look like when you blow it up. Mm -hmm. And um, he said that there was a lack of, I think it was drilling and seismic analysis um, into the hillside prior to um, them starting the project. He mentioned that the designer wanted to use what's called pinned mesh where they basically mm -hmm. put mesh up on the rock to keep you know things debris from falling onto the road he referred that the designer of the project want who from a third-party consultant american geotechnics wanted to use that as a quote-unquote swiss army knife for everything um and and that that was not um enough mitigation to prevent uh to prevent hillside uh slides he also said that they they moved the road in a certain – they put the road in the design in a certain place that, that might have contributed to um, to the slides due to the the, the um, setup of the rock. There was a lot of things that mm -hmm. this, this engineer brought up in this, in this email. Um, and I asked Idaho Department of Transportation, I said, you know, have you seen this email? Do you have, you, do you have any response to it? They did not answer that question. So I, I don't know what they, they think about um, Mr. Richard's uh, notes. Uh, Margaret Carmel joining us from Boise Dev. And again, the story on Highway 55 is on the BoiseDev.com website. And you guys did the work on this. I have no problems sending people to, to the website. We're, we're, we're all in it for the information. Is this the only route? Is this, I mean, I know redesigning a road costs a lot of money and, and, and rerouting a road costs a lot of money, uh, but it, it does happen over time. You know, it, it's been known to happen. Uh, were, were there other possibilities where to send Highway 55 because this is just too much? So back in, starting in 2000, ITD actually did a very comprehensive analysis where they looked at over 20 different routes through that area because they knew they needed to widen mm -hmm. um, that section of the highway. They looked at routes that went to the east. Um, they looked at routes that went to the west. And they, they did calculations. And what they ended up determining is that it would have cost even more money. I mean, we were talking, I think, at one point, I think one of the numbers was $60 million. I don't have them at the top of my head. Quite In, in 2008 money. Okay. Um, so that's a quite a hefty chunk of change sure. now here in 2022. Um to go around the canyon because it would have required building a new bridge. It would have required uh, the state taking more land. It would have also, in certain cases, some of those alternative routes would have required taking homes. I am, I'm tight on time, so I'm going to ask you a direct question, all right? Because let's face it, you know, we, we, we all like to go up and have some Lardo's fries once in a while and, and, and go up and see if we can uh, uh, find uh, find Charlie up there in, uh, in, in, in Payette Lake. Um if you're going to McCall, if you're going to Cascade, what route are you taking? I think personally, I mm -hmm. would probably drive 95. Okay. But that's me. That, I, that's what I asked. I, I asked you how you would go. Uh, because I, I, I want to restate the question. Is there anybody from the Idaho Department of Transportation who can answer the question whether or not 55 is safe in that area? 
by that by where the landslides were. I think they would tell you that it's safe because their third their third party engineer says it's safe. Thank you so much for the work. Thank you so much. Thanks for the time. All right.